Welcome to the Make Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Spears, marketing coach and consultant for heart-led, purpose-fueled, ambitious business owners who are on a mission to live out their wildest dreams and who don't settle for anything less than extraordinary. My mission with this podcast is to inspire and empower you to make magic with your marketing, your business, and your life. I'll be bringing you conversations with a range of incredibly inspirational coaches, healers, and experts to expand your mind, level up your business, and enrich your life one episode at a time. If you're someone who believes in magic and works at intentionally cultivating a life full of abundance, then this podcast is for you. In this episode, I chat with Katie Newcomb, who is an amazing business coach and mentor for women. Um, She supports them to infuse their intuition with soul-led strategies and structure. So really supports them to balance out that masculine and feminine way of leading within our businesses. And she specializes in enabling women to really get crystal clear on what their version of success is, like what they truly desire within their business and for their life and create a way of doing things that genuinely feels really, really good. (laughs) Um, We chat about so many interesting things. Um, Katie touches on how to move out of a head first kind of head focused way of operating within our businesses and drop into more of a body-based way of being I suppose more of a feminine leadership style still balancing out the two the masculine and feminine but rather than always coming at things with our heads like what do we think about this what should we do it's like getting rid of all of those shoulds and essentially stripping back all of the conditioning and reconnecting with our bodies what's our intuition saying how do we actually feel about it in the here and now rather than letting the stories or the worries of the future or the failures of the past um get in the way of the here and now so yeah there is so much juicy goodness packed into this Katie is such a wonderful soul I loved this conversation and I know that you're gonna love it too so let's get into it hey Katie how are you doing hi I'm good thanks how are you I'm good, thank you. It is good. so amazing to be recording this podcast with you. Um, so much to be. <laughs> you're one of those Instagram buddies that I feel like I've had a little Instagram connection with for a while, <laughs> and we've just spent nearly half an hour chatting before hitting record, which has been divine. Um, yeah, so personally, I'm so excited to be here with you, and I know that my listeners are going to adore you because. Well, everything that we dive into is going to be so, I think, comforting, enlightening, empowering for everyone, because I know a little bit about the journey you've been on. And it feels quite similar to mine, that like Mm. corporate burnout, all the the ick that comes from um, living out of alignment through into like spiritual journey and all the rest of the stuff that comes with running your own business as like you know a spiritual entrepreneur so um yeah I'll let you dive into it but do you want to kick off by introducing yourself and letting everyone know what you do yeah so I am Katie and I am 
Oh, this is an interesting one. So I always usually introduce myself as a business clarity coach. We'll, we'll stick with that. I think it still fits in a period of evolution as always. Um, I help leaders and change makers to step into their next level of expansion in their business. And I do that through um, really kind of soul led coaching and mentoring, as well as supporting people to develop the kind of structures and strategies to hold their expansion. So kind of building those really strong foundations for their businesses to allow them to step into that next level of growth. Um, a little hesitant with this as this is like a new phase of my <laughs> business journey um but yeah we'll leave it there <laughs> mm, I feel like so many people are going through this transition phase in their mm-hmm. business I certainly am as well I change my bio on Instagram every few days yeah so I understand the challenge <laughs> I've actually always felt challenged kind of with the tellers who you are the question I'm like so many things and I just yeah. want to find the that's that's probably a bit of a perfectionism coming through but it's like I want to find the perfect description because I'm so many things (laughs) I want it to I want it to land (laughs) it's so tough everyone finds it so so tough um yeah need to like write it down on my wall in front of me maybe (laughs) once a day and see what wants to come through that day yeah Um, like but that's the um, beauty of it isn't it that's the beauty of this journey I think is that we always have that opportunity to continually expand and evolve um just takes a while to get your head around being okay with that I think because it's easy to feel as though you have to box yourself in and and know exactly what you are and who you are and who you're here to help and all that stuff when actually it is such a, a fluid thing I think continually evolving yeah yeah so fluid and I think as soon as as soon as you allow yourself to just like go with the waves kind of <laughs> let go of control and go with yes. the ride and be like I'm just gonna try this this week yeah um then it kind of guides you a lot better than trying to stick to something for a long period of time doesn't it mm-hmm. yeah staying somewhere you've outgrown never feels mm. good yeah so I know you talk about helping women to achieve the success that they desire in a feel-good way mm-hmm. and that feels so good to me right? <laughs> it's like I want to feel good in my business and I know that my listeners do as well like as I kind of touched on a lot of my listeners a lot of the people I work with have gone through this journey of leaving the corporate world where they've very much been sucked up in you know corporate hustle culture um burnout working with potentially some kind of toxic people and just getting swept up in this world of of career that Mm. really really doesn't feel aligned for them and now they're running their own businesses so they've trained as life coaches as hypnotherapists nutrition experts yoga teachers all the things Um, but they're still really ambitious you know they're still the same person they're driven and they're trying to find that balance and they want things to feel good and it doesn't always. So I'd love to like delve into this with you and ask you what your advice is around this. How can we achieve a feel good business and life? Mm. <laughs> yes, the big question. And it's so, <laughs> I think 
especially as you kind of described there, when someone has come out of a very structured, you know, nine to five routine existence to then step into a world where you can kind of do whatever you want and you're living by your own rules. It's very easy to fall back into the structures that you relied on before, even though you resisted them so much then. So it's very easy to still be in the mindset of, you know, having to be at my desk for these hours, having to work and continue building, continue growing, continue trying to impress people, kind of bringing in all of this conditioning that we've been so used to without realizing almost that it's happening because we're so we're so used to existing in that way. So one of the first things I think it's really important to do is like really take the time to allow yourself to just tune in to firstly, what is it I truly desire? What is it I truly want my life to look like? What is it, what is it I want my life to feel like? And what role does my business play within that? So not just kind of running on autopilot and creating what you think you should want and you think you should be creating because you see other people doing so but actually taking that time to tune in and discovering what answers are actually within you and this is easier said than done I think because often we we're met with a kind of I don't even know what I want answer when we start that inquiry because we don't give ourselves that opportunity we don't often give ourselves that space to ask these questions and sit with the answers that want to come through so it can feel quite confronting I think to start with when you start delving into these questions and you may you may not get the answer that you or you may not get any answer or you may get answers that are actually coming from around you that are coming from things you're consuming things you're seeing other people doing rather than what's actually true for you Mm -hmm. so it can be a really ongoing process to just keep tuning back in keep noticing keep noticing when when you're feeling really good what's not feeling so good noticing the themes noticing the patterns and really building that connection with yourself to discover what it is that you truly desire and noticing for those shoulds where are the shoulds coming up where are the kind of um where are you doing things that you know have come from some external source whether it's another coach that you've seen doing something whether it's from your parents whether it's from society you know there's there's so much should stuff around us that just seeps in without us even being aware of it that can really drive our decisions and drive our um actions so yeah the first thing as I say is just taking that time taking that space to just really build start building and continue building that connection with your own um with your body with your nervous system with your subconscious and just keep tuning in Mm. and keep looking for those answers such good advice I have to still do this now and I think I probably always will because the conditioning is so strong absolutely first the first time someone um asked me and I kind of did this exercise of what does the day in the life of my dream business look like or what does um, in my dream week look like in my business yeah. I was still packing it with so much stuff I was yeah. like podcast recording and then this and then this and then this and they were like do you actually want to do that much and yeah say, that's a lot and I, and think about the energy and the, the brain power and the emotional you know energy it's going to take yeah. to deliver all of that 
you're just looking at the nine to five still and absolutely like, oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> you don't even realize that it's happening do you <laughs> no. no yeah it's quite amazing and it's yeah it is a continual process I don't think we ever fully stop having to recenter ourselves and I guess fight this conditioning because it is so ingrained and yeah it is just it's it's a lifelong journey I think but just starting to bring the awareness there is is the first step and starting to really tune in and notice notice yeah how you feel about each part of it like when you're when you're reeling off these things like has this come from me has this idea that oh I want to start a podcast I I want to do xyz has this come from me or has this come from someone else doing it and me therefore thinking that's what I need to do if I want to be successful Mm. and yeah really really understanding what that version of success does mean to you how much time do you want to be working how much money do you want or need to be earning to achieve that how much time do you want to be able to spend with your family and your friends like there's so much more to success than just financial success which is often overlooked and yeah really examining all those pieces when you're when you're feeling into what it is that you truly desire for yourself and yeah how your business does play a part in that rather than that being the kind of be all and end all Mm. yeah something's just come to mind is like we are we're in a relationship with our business and we are um we almost like we are in control of our business and our life like we are the creators of it all and I think sometimes as entrepreneurs we can let our business and all the things we're doing within our business like take control of us all of a sudden it's like oh I don't have time to do that or I wish I could go and yeah do that thing but I've got to do this and it's like you don't have to if you actually position yourself in that way of I can create this and I can operate this in a way that works for me and my life and my loved ones and whatever else I want to do it's like it's flipping the narrative and yeah it's like flipping the um the control kind of paradigms I love kind of being in a relationship with my business it's like how are we going to make this work rather yeah. than yeah just being flung all over this by circumstances you know yeah absolutely I think a big part of all of this is knowing that you always have a choice whatever the situation is whether it's saying yes or no to working with a client whether it's yes or no to taking on like a project knowing that in any moment anything that you are choosing in your business is a choice it's not a an inevitability Um, and there may be moments of course where due to financial reasons kind of you have to say yes to things that you may not otherwise have chosen but more often than not everything that's happening within your business is a choice and you get to tune in and see how it feels and then decide rather than as you say just being flung around (laughs) and feeling out of control within it Mm. because we don't set up our businesses to feel like we're a slave to it do we we set it up to feel empowered and excited and feel the joy that we get to feel when we're doing what we love so it's really important to not allow yourself to kind of fall into that place of being um being carried along by it and 
and kind of resent it, which I think can so often happen when we're not doing the things that are really in alignment for us within our businesses. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, something else I'd love to chat with you about is running an embodied business. Mm. So you and I met in the world of Instagram via an amazing coach that we both work with. And we've learned a lot about, um, moving from operating in the world purely from our heads to more of a operating from our bodies like body-based wisdom and I know that you you live and breathe this you have a body-based a body first business an embodied business so what firstly is that what does it mean um, as a female entrepreneur and how can we start to make the steps into that space how can we get out of our heads and into our bodies more it's a very good question and again I think this is a continual journey there's no one step I mean it'd be great if there was um but yeah I guess so many of us kind of as we were saying before so many of us operate from a very kind of logic-led um mind-led place we're making decisions that kind of seem rational or logical or sensible without checking in to see how they feel to us and making that kind of um step to becoming more in tune with what your body is actually saying and how you really feel about something is so so powerful and so necessary when it comes to building a business that you are going to feel really good about and really love being a part of um and this kind of embodied journey it's really or for me at least it was a very it was very difficult for me to start on this path and I am still very much on this path I'm still deepening into this part of me every day um I found it very difficult to even discover what my body was trying to tell me a lot of the time. I was not asking it for any advice or wisdom. I was very head-led, very, very, you know, I'm going to do this. It's going to work whether I like it or not, you know, it's just going to happen. And so it was a real journey to, to build that connection and relationship to actually discover what my body was trying to tell me. And it really started, so as you say, when we both kind of started along this path, maybe at similar times of working with more um, embodied language and starting to really build that relationship and, and trust with our bodies. I can't remember where I was going. I've lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think it is It is an ongoing journey and it is something that is continually deepening. So you may start this path, you may, you may only be able to access certain answers, you may not be able to get much depth straight away, but the more you just allow yourself the time and the spaciousness to actually tune in just, as I was kind of saying before, when you're about to make a decision, just tuning in to notice how it actually feels in your body, what is coming up for you, what physical sensations are coming up for you when we're operating from a very kind of head-led place we are living in stories a lot of the time there's a lot of 
kind of storytelling going on there's a lot of beliefs that are impacting our decisions a lot of limiting beliefs often that will mean we're making one choice over another when we're coming into the body we're making decisions based on what is rather than what we think what we are telling ourselves what the stories are around it so it's very much a kind of it's about finding presence it's about meeting yourself really where you are being okay with whatever you find and sometimes you might find resistance you might find answers that you didn't expect you might find answers that you didn't want but every everything that you find is telling you something and it's there for a reason so the journey is really allowing yourself to build up the trust and understanding that every part is there for a reason every part is welcome and it's valid and has something to teach you and sometimes just from like meeting those pieces being in that place and just sitting with whatever you discover that in itself can be so so powerful without you kind of having any intention to shift anything without you having any kind of pressure associated with it just noticing and just being with what you find Mm. can have such a profound impact and as I say that's a journey I think that is a daily practice it's a moment-to-moment practice it's like anytime you find yourself in a situation where you're wanting to do something or you think you should do something or yeah something's happening around you that you don't know how you feel about it just allowing that awareness to drop from the head from the logic from the stories from the beliefs from the comparisons the shoulds everything that exists on repeat up here and allowing yourself to just really come into like what is present for me right now what Mm. is what is true for me right now without yeah without needing to make sense of it almost and just over time allowing that relationship to build that trust to build that awareness to build um and allowing that to kind of be your guide through this journey because that's we can find answers to whatever we're looking for outside of us we'll find someone telling us an answer that we want to hear <laughs> and then another person telling us the contradictory answer and yes we can always go looking we can always find exactly what we want outside of ourselves but the the truth that we need is always going to be somewhere within us Mm. so just taking that time and really cultivating that relationship I think is so important as we're starting out on this journey that was a very long-winded answer I don't know how much mm. where I went there but Loved it. <laughs> hopefully there was some wisdom in there I'm watching you here on zoom where we're recording and I'm seeing you place your hand on your heart frequently so yeah you know our intuition lives in our body not our heads right and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people before I learned about this I was like oh well my intuition is my brain (laughs) my brain Mm -hmm. is telling me what to do and actually like for me yeah placing my hand or hands on my heart and just kind of closing my eyes for a second couple of deep breaths okay what is going on for me like I can now feel when my head's going off somewhere you know due to some external whatever it might be um so are there any other kind of practices or rituals you can recommend people start trying like hand hand on heart meditation what about maybe some bit of womb wisdom I think again it's a very 
it's very easy to look to others for answers when we're kind of exploring these things ourselves and the truth I think is that each one of us will have a very different route into our bodies will have a very different um, way that feels good for us so firstly yeah I think just really closing your eyes and allowing your awareness to drop in to feel into what feels really good and noticing if you're feeling a pull to something like how do I feel about meditating how do I feel about journaling how do I feel about you know any any other thing that might have come into my awareness and just feeling for what feels true and just trying as well there's there's no harm to like trying something and giving it a go and if it doesn't fit it doesn't feel great for you you don't have to do it again um just having that kind of sense of play and curiosity rather than putting lots of pressure on something to be the thing that's going to give you the answer I've definitely done a lot of that I'm going to meditate and it's going to cure everything and I'm going to be amazing afterwards and like obviously not allowing any shifts to come through that um so just finding your own path with it knowing that nothing's wrong like you can't get it wrong it's all a journey to discovering more of yourself um and noticing if anything starts really catching your eye and coming up a lot more frequently for you I think often we are presented with things that we need externally um like we both had very recently with our higher self reading like I was told in no uncertain terms that that was what I needed right then and that came to me through angel numbers through just like seeing seeing repeated things over and over again and I think this is part of the awareness it's like tuning into what's with all your senses so tuning inwards but also like building that awareness with your environment and noticing more and noticing how you feel about what you're seeing Mm -hmm. in order to kind of build up that trust with your intuition and with your higher self or whatever it is that you believe um, knowing that you are kind of supported and knowing that things will come often into your awareness and into your experience at the right time um but yeah I think just very simply as a very simple starting point just if it feels safe and comfortable for you just really allowing yourself to close your eyes and become really aware of your body if this isn't something that you've done before that in itself might feel uncomfortable but just allowing yourself to really feel like how your body exists in space like how it feels against this chair against the floor just really bringing your awareness to your body and allowing that awareness to kind of float inwards and rest inwards and just starting to notice anything that catches your attention for as long as you as long as feels good without there being any expectation or pressure um and that in of itself can be incredibly powerful yeah, I feel so calm just listening to you now. <laughs> oh, just need a moment. Oh, <laughs> gone to sleep. That was lovely. <laughs> I think sometimes, um, like I totally resonate with what you're saying about um, we can when we're in our heads, we can go to that place of expectation of. Um, <clears throat> 
like meditating because meditating has been such a mainstream thing hasn't it so it's been repeated all over the place even like you know mainstream stuff magazines radio whatever tv and so when I started meditating I had this huge expectation of what it was going to do for me what I needed to do as well and over a period of time I realized that the stillness was what I was craving what I Mm. needed at that time from it it wasn't revelations it wasn't connecting to this that and the other it was slowing the fuck down (laughs) breathing properly breathing not just like shallow breath doing all the things so yeah I love what you said about it's um all of these things and this whole journey is so unique to us and when we make it what we need in the moment that's where we get the medicine and the magic from not the mm. someone said they did a meditation and they saw a rainbow and this that and the other and I yeah. want to make it happen like that's never gonna work for you absolutely and it can end up just creating more stress I think if you're if you are going into something with these huge amazing expectations versus yeah if you are just as you say taking the time to just find that awareness in yourself and slow down (laughs) slowing down is so underrated I think just having just some stillness just having a moment to just even like look out the window you know not not be constantly looking at screens not be constantly looking for the answer but just being Mm. just being in your body in your existence noticing mm-hmm. that yeah. I mean that in of itself is nothing profound but it's hugely profound at the same time yeah yeah that feeling of when you leave um like for me a few years ago when I'd leave the odd yoga class I'd do or leave the odd breathwork class I would do I'd be like oh I feel incredible Mm. I'd always be outsourcing that feeling to I can't wait until I go and do that class again because I feel like that and then realize that I could create that for myself also if you do love um doing guided things which I do there's a million and one free things you can find online you don't even need to when you're starting out you don't even need to work with someone just you know chuck youtube on and find a meditation that aligns with how you're feeling or how you want to feel yeah you know so simple you don't need to be doing all these like bougie classes yeah (laughs) and sure you can yeah exactly there's always a place for them and like you say I think that the danger there is that you do attach the kind of outcome to that thing and maybe it's a once a week thing instead of something that you could be doing every day and I always think anything that you can be doing really as consistently I know we were talking before about the idea of routine and consistency and we don't particularly love it but I think anything that you can have that is not reliant on anyone or anything else and you you know it's always there for you to keep revisiting that kind of repetition and that continual continually deepening journey is going to be so much more powerful versus something that you're doing once a week or once a month even if it's a three-hour thing that's like super deep (laughs) your yeah your power to to journey deeper on your own I think is is often overlooked Mm. 
yeah something that's personally made me feel better about the whole routine thing because I'm yeah not not a routine person naturally it's in my human design chart yeah you were saying before same for you yeah um the the word consistency has felt a little triggering for me um so I now kind of say to myself right I'm devoting to doing this regularly yeah because then the regularly just feels like <laughs> okay it's not every day thank fuck okay I'm just gonna do it like three four times a week whenever I feel like it (laughs) rather than someone this imaginary someone going consistently yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely feel that (laughs) (laughs) um so something else that you kind of specialize in help women with is um empowering them to realize their capabilities and their worthiness um this has definitely been like a part of my journey and I think as women probably it's a part of everyone's journey at Mm -hmm. one one point if not you know like a continual journey throughout life and certainly when we set up our own businesses and we are getting visible online and we're doing things that are outside of our comfort zone because we've never done them before it kicks up so much stuff and all of the um yeah perhaps like unworthy feelings the imposter syndrome all the stuff that can feel like we got rid of years ago is like bam there again there to challenge us um and I, I feel like this work is just so so needed in the world right now um there are so many more of us women following our dreams taking really bold action and starting up like purpose-led businesses and um in order for us to help people and you know really when you look at it from a purpose perspective for us to make a difference in the world we do need to do the work because otherwise we're not going to be getting ourselves out there and and ultimately you know like get having the people to be able to support so um I'd love to ask you a little bit if you don't mind like around your journey of this because I think quite often we end up supporting people with the things that we've had personal experience with ourselves so I'd love for you to perhaps share a little bit about your personal journey um, Mm. because I'm I'm sure it'd be so helpful for for others. Yeah, Um, my journey is very much still ongoing and I feel like I'm just saying the same thing over again for every answer. It's like, it's going to be happening for my whole life. I'm never going to be healed. (laughs) Um, But I was saying to you earlier, I had a healing session this morning and actually every time I do any kind of either shadow work myself or I have a healing session every time I'm just so blown away blown away by how much depth there is still to go it's like every time you peel off a new layer it's like oh there's like a hundred more layers I thought I was near the bottom (laughs) and it's only once you start that excavation that you discover how much more depth there is um which is incredible I think it's it's such powerful work and with each new layer you just gain something new and you gain you gain more wisdom you gain more insight you gain more gifts and as you say each stage of that I think will resonate with the people that you are speaking to within your business often as well because yeah it's so often that the people who we are calling in as clients are people who have at some point experienced things that we have to or or and probably now experiencing things that we have in our past experienced and the piece that 
took a while to land for me was I was kind of thinking oh I have to have like all of this figured out in order to help someone who's on this journey but in fact we only have to be like one step further ahead than the people we're helping to be able to give them that perspective and give them that guidance we don't need to be 100 steps ahead in order to be of value to them so that was a big permission slip for me it's like oh I've still got so much shit like I can't help anyone yeah (laughs) but in fact that is the point like when you're still in it and you can still you're still very connected to those pieces that you're moving through you're in the perfect place to help the people who are there right behind you you're you're still so you've got so much empathy for where they are you can really feel what they're going through and you've got that piece that they're still missing to help guide them to that next step which I think is so so powerful but was a very big learning for me to kind of realize that in terms of my own kind of pieces that I've worked and continue to work through big perfectionism stuff big 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 (laughs) and I think attached to that lots of like overthinking people pleasing never feeling good enough, doing enough. There's so much of that. And that is something that is so common amongst probably everyone I think I work with. Mm. Um, And I think it is probably part of being a woman. As you say, there's so much conditioning that we are so unaware of in so many ways that has kind of left us in the place that we are in. And there's so much for us to continually be unpicking and we are swimming upstream I think a lot of the time with so many of these these beliefs and these these blocks that can hold us back so continually allowing that inquiry to be there and knowing that you're always going to be meeting new depths with that is so key and knowing that so often I work with people and they'll kind of, you know, they'll come to me with a question or something will come up in one of our sessions and we'll talk through it for ages and we'll have huge shifts in that session. And then the next time they're doing that thing again, it comes back. And as you say, I think there's there's something definitely around like whatever work we're bringing into the world is going to is going to uncover things that we've experienced that relate to that work. So we're almost continually when we're running our businesses in this way, we're continually digging. <laughs> we're continually meeting these things over and over and over again. And each time we meet them, maybe we'll learn a new piece, but it's going to come back. And almost just being okay with that, starting to kind of have some acceptance around that that's going to be the case. And there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken because that keeps happening. That's just what happens. And if you don't want it to happen, then don't try and grow. <laughs> Don't try and reach that next kind of level of success or launch that program. Don't try and yeah, start working with people in a new way because every time you do, it's going to bring up some new shit for you to deal with. And yeah, yeah, that acceptance I think is really, really key of just like allowing it to be okay. Allowing, Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to accept that part of you rather than fighting it because in fighting it, obviously that often the kind of, the beliefs that resurface for us and the trauma that's associated with them, that's kind of, it's traumatic for our nervous systems in of itself. So if we're fighting it, that's just like adding more negativity and trauma into the mix. 
Whereas approaching it with compassion and acceptance and allowing it to be, I'm not saying it's easy and it's not necessarily a natural response, but it gets to kind of allow the healing to start happening and allow the the shifts to start taking place around it. Um, and as I say, this is very much still a journey. It's like a daily, a daily practice. <laughs> and again, I think it's just that awareness is so key. And the, mm. the more able to be with your body and to tune into what's there, the more possible this kind of work becomes. Yeah. And I think our businesses um, provide such a beautiful opportunity to delve, do the work, heal, because of course, doing whatever work it is on yourself has a huge impact on your whole life. Um, and it, it's not like, oh, all this shit's coming up in my business, I need to fi- fix this business thing and everything yeah. else. It's yeah it's almost like when you initiate in this crazy ride of of self-employment you're signing up to do incredible things for yourself those around you and um certainly the people you work with Mm -hmm. and and really the collective so I think for me when I finally realized that my business my spiritual journey my self-development journey everything was one I was like oh Mm -hmm. okay yeah this is this is me in my life it's not oh when you set up a business it brings up all your shit and that's just a thing you have to deal with it's really who who you are and those you know most people listening will um have their own business and it's it's a choice we've made and it's Absolutely. an incred- it's an incredible an incredible um life path to take. Absolutely. And I think particularly this is the case when we are building these kind of soul-led businesses rather than you know, there's plenty of people who build businesses that don't necessarily have to journey to these kind of depths to grow mm-hmm. their business. Particularly if you're kind of, yeah, if you're working in quite a masculine way, perhaps you're um following following others kind of path or advice or you know not necessarily always tuning in to see how you feel about something to see what's there for you but if you're just kind of looking out it's like okay yeah they're saying do this do this do this do this and then you'll be successful if you're following that kind of path and never really like checking back in and doing the work on yourself then I think you can maybe avoid some of these depths Mm. but the beauty that comes with it and the um the gifts that you uncover when you meet these new pieces of yourselves that allow you to create these really soul aligned relationships with your soulmate clients is so powerful um so it is it's not the easiest path but it's definitely the most kind of purposeful and exciting and if you're willing to go all in it has so much there's so much waiting for you so yeah there's definitely other ways of doing things but (laughs) not if you're building the sorts of businesses that you and I and I'm sure most of the listeners are building 
and it all then becomes interwoven doesn't it because yeah um, we we love the inner work we're doing and it all starts yeah. to infiltrate into the way that we support people and absolutely I, I am so here for it you know like yes <laughs> you know you business coaching and business consulting and somatic healing and life coaching all interwoven is like I am so here for it this is what the world needs honestly <laughs> yes and it can all coexist no matter how much I've been fighting bringing all the pieces together yeah I think that's such a part of it is just knowing that whatever you are desiring to do and whatever you are desiring to bring is there for a reason you have all of the skills that you have for a reason you have all the passions that you have for a reason and the more you try and fight them the more you're kind of um missing the opportunity to claim those parts of you and to share your full fullness and your all of your gifts with the world because you have them all for a reason Mm. I believe yes I believe too (laughs) um so marketing I want to chat marketing with you Mm. you you ran your own marketing agency for seven years prior to launching your own business so um you know a thing or two about marketing (laughs) um and I love your content like visually and energetically I feel like every time you post it's like bam it lands it's either coming through really strongly with like a really important message or really in-depth helpful advice and I think that's (laughs) it's um it's something we learn over time I think to have that deep connection with our content and with Mm. our audience so to speak so I'd love to ask you a couple of things like have you always found it um quite easy and intuitive um <laughs> to be that way in your marketing and what tips Hell do you no. have for others <laughs> that was like an instant full body nope <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> I'd say it's probably only really or it's been this kind of trust and alignment with my content has really been building since probably the start of this year since I and oh my goodness, I can't believe it's only been a year. It's like the start of this year when I pro- was when I really dived into this more embodied way of being. And it feels like it's lifetimes ago, but it's only whatever, 10 months ago. Um, up until then, I was so firmly stood in the, oh my gosh, I can't say anything that might offend someone. I can't say anything that anyone could have any issue with. I have to be like nice and good and safe and please everyone and like have no personality at all in anything that's <laughs> going out. Um, and I guess where I'd come from, like when I were, when when I was the co-owner of the marketing agency, we were working with like, businesses not people it was a very faceless marketing and prior to that when I was doing kind of hands-on marketing work within an insurance company very dry there was no like personality no passion no enthusiasm behind anything it was all very transactional marketing I guess whereas 
when you're when you're running your own business and especially this kind of business it's incredibly vulnerable isn't it to start really showing yourself through your content took me so long to feel comfortable showing my face on stories to and when I did my first few stories I was like a little mouse like in the dark and speaking really quietly really gently I want you to see me but I don't really but yeah. a little bit but yeah. please don't judge me um and it is yeah it's again it's like building that trust muscle and teaching yourself that it's safe over time to share what you want us to share and also starting to see that feedback you know when you share something that's true for you and that's really wanting to come through rather than like trying to work out what might be like really inoffensive <laughs> and people might want to hear when you're coming at it from your own um your own truth and sharing your true voice I think you really quickly start to see that that is received so much more strongly and that people actually attach to it like I never used to get any saves on any of my posts like there was very little engagement and as soon as I started sharing more truthfully more honestly more raw open stuff more vulnerably so much stronger engagement it's so so powerful to see and I think that starts help that starts to help you see the value of doing it and starts you to help what's going on with my word start <laughs> helps you start to trust yourself and your voice and that people do want to hear what you have to say I'm very much an introvert and very shy very quiet very kind of like hide into the back fade into the background kind of person my dog just yawned if you heard a strange noise <laughs> um so being seen and being accepted being heard was a really big hurdle for me um and this is something I talk to a lot with my clients is like it's all well and good that this kind of idea that you have to like get out of your comfort zone in order to progress you have to be constantly like pushing yourself and aiming for the sky and you know like always like get comfortable being uncomfortable which to a point I agree with there is like this space where growth exists but the idea that you have to be flinging yourself into your kind of terrified freeze or you know fear states in order to be making progress I don't agree with and I think the way that I always talk it through with my clients is like you get to take like a really small step find comfort in that space and then take the next small step and those steps feel like slightly stretchy. They feel edgy. They feel like a little bit exciting, but they're not putting you into like a panicked, terrified, anxious state. Yeah. Because I think the danger is when you do that and when you feel really uncomfortable somewhere, firstly, the energy behind that isn't going to feel great probably to anyone receiving it. You might not get really positive feedback from it because you haven't been in a great place and your nervous system isn't learning that it's safe to be there. So the more kind of, comfortably you can face that discomfort and the more slowly and gently you can take those steps the more progress you're going to make over time to knowing that it's safe to do that and to allowing your body to feel okay and feel safe taking those steps so yeah it has been a, a slow steady 
process for me. And, and that is what I always kind of walk my clients through. It's like, you're, you're making progress. If you're taking those baby steps, it doesn't have to be a giant leap. Sometimes you might feel ready for a giant leap and that's amazing, but you don't have to, you don't have to be terrified. (laughs) Yeah. That's never a nice feeling, is it? And it can kind of give you that sense of being out of control and yeah um, coming from a place of like need I need to push myself yeah that's not enjoyable at all yeah there's definitely a balance there isn't there of like you're not just staying totally stuck and stagnant and firmly rooted in your comfort zone you are pushing the edges all the time and slowly that edge will expand without you having to like burst through it (laughs) yeah And actually, in the grand scheme of things, we can make such great progress in, you know, you were saying it was only January that you started kind of stepping into this more embodied way of being. And that's not even a year ago. And the progress, I guess, you feel um, you've made, you know, I haven't been following you for that long and I don't want to speak for you, but I imagine you're like, whoa, you said it was like lifetimes ago, actually. So whilst it, it feels nice and gentle and and slow and gives you the time to step into the new versions when you zoom out yeah you know yeah the the little steps add up quickly so absolutely rather than being in frozen mode for a year or two because it's like I can't make that leap it's like yeah teeny tiny little leaps you'll get there much faster definitely yeah I, I honestly can say that I don't even recognize the version of me that I was in January and that's through yeah just small consistent steps and committing to things that felt very um edgy for me Mm. but in a way that I knew I knew felt nurturing and safe for me so like signing up to be parts of groups that I knew were going to be what I needed and a huge part of it has been the people having the support having the community to lean on and to check in with and be like oh my gosh I'm feeling this do you feel that as well is that normal because I think it's so easy on this path to feel so alienated especially when perhaps the people in your normal life aren't on this spiritual entrepreneurial journey they're Mm. kind of maybe doing more um nine to five jobs or they're not kind of experiencing the daily shifts that occur in this world so you can end up feeling like maybe there's something wrong with you or you're broken or you should be doing more than you are or all of these things that can come up when as soon as you start having that community around you who you can reflect these things to and realize that so much of this experience is shared and normal and expected and necessary um and yeah you might spend three months in a void space knowing nothing about what's next to come and you through these reflections can learn to trust in that space rather than forcing something to come through when it's not ready and and just yeah having the people around you who allow you to build that trust with yourself trust with your process and trust with the journey I think is so so crucial and that's probably above anything else the most important piece of my journey this year has been the people Mm. Yeah, I have had the exact same experience. I uh, have not to outsource my power, but I have, I feel like I'm in such gratitude at the moment with every single um, person, you know, coach, mentor, healer, 
and also like group program containers mm-hmm. I've been in I am in such deep gratitude with it all right now because I am like yeah I don't recognize myself from a year ago I started coaching um and then like a, a tiny example I didn't really post much on Instagram when I was just doing my marketing consultancy I was working nine to five like my time was done working with mm-hmm. clients and and I had I had no desire because of all the stuff I had no desire to put myself out there I was like I don't want people to see me every time I did post I'd put like a white square around the image so that me like I would be smaller it's like <laughs> that, that you say about stories like I'll show you a little bit of me but like not yeah, much don't, not too don't much. look at me don't judge me <laughs> like make the caption really short because there can't be anything that you don't like in there yeah um so I think that was a year ago what it feels like 10 years ago madness isn't it unbelievable (laughs) and it it really does go to show doesn't it and I think it's really committing it's it's committing to the journey committing to the process and and trusting that it's going to really all all of the steps you take all of the time that you dedicate to inner work and outer work and all of the things (laughs) is going to add up to something incredible over time but mm-hmm. it might not happen overnight probably won't happen overnight <laughs> mm-hmm. and that, yeah you can't get disheartened by that mm. and it can be so much fun I love so much kind of work. fun that's <laughs> <laughs> why we do it it's not just Absolutely. all like letting out emotion it's like oh such good stuff <laughs> definitely definitely um so I started asking all of my guests this question what does living a magical life look and feel like to you personally I love this question living a magical life it feels like freedom I feel like this is the most important word for me and not freedom in any specific way but freedom to freedom to choose I guess ultimately um there's some sort of beach there beach and being by the sea (laughs) (laughs) and the sun yeah Mm. this magical sun and seaside um not in my reality right now (laughs) maybe one day (laughs) um There's something magical for me in the idea of just being content with what is as well. Mm. So scratch what I just said. (laughs) Finding (laughs) magic in the moment, I think is so key. It's so easy. And my tendency is always to look for what's not there. Like what, what has to change in order for me to be happy or for me to feel fulfilled or for me to, you know feel successful all of these things it's like how much magic is there already here that I'm not allowing myself to see because I'm always looking ahead to the Mm. next thing to the next milestone um so yeah finding contentment I think is such a huge piece that I'm still working on (laughs) that's so beautiful I think that's such a human thing isn't it Mm. such a human thing to I guess 
we yeah holidays and beach and all that stuff so magical and and being so connected to the feeling that that makes us feel can be a driving force that can mean we infiltrate our life with with travel or it can mean that we go and experience living by the beach for a while but ultimately it's it's that yeah it's it's that feeling how can we feel that feeling in the daily stuff as well I'm with you I'm so with you I resonate with so much of the stuff you're saying thank you so much (laughs) for sharing that (laughs) I would love a holiday right now as well oh me too please where are you (laughs) just anywhere hot I don't even mind (laughs) (laughs) I mean I'd love to go yeah somewhere really lovely and exotic I think we were talking in in the DMs about um, Mexico. That's definitely mm, on the list. We were. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm not fussy, really. Anywhere <laughs> that will let me in. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holding the vision for Mexico for you, my love. Yeah, thank you, you too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, I would love to wrap up with one final question. Mm. What is your favourite quote or mantra and why? This is a very interesting question. I, and I don't know if I have an immediate answer for it because I feel like the words I need evolve very quickly. And so it's almost like, what do I need right now? What do I need today? Um, which at the moment for me is my kind of mantra is it's safe for me to be seen. And I just say that over and over and over and over again. But I know that like that will start to become comfortable and then I'm going to find the next. Um, so I don't know if I like have a specific favorite quote. I think just having, having mantras that support you where you are right now I think is so important Mm -hmm. so yeah safety being seen and heard is my current challenge so that's Mm. what I'm sitting with right now how about you what's your favorite quote um there are a couple that every time I read them it's like bam they hit me um the what are you going to do with this like one precious life I don't oh my goodness I was almost going to bring that one really yeah Yeah. the Mary Oliver yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's so spooky how funny (laughs) (laughs) every time I read that I had that as a background on my my phone for a while did you that's so funny there's another one around um not very good at remembering them but every time I see them I'm like bam yeah I'm feeling it that's such a good reminder around making decisions like decision making is this in alignment with my dream life if it's not bye-bye you know like following your dreams but I am so with you I'm super passionate at the moment about creating mantras and Mm. sharing them um on my Instagram sometimes they're ones I've created for myself and I'm sharing them because I know they'll help others sometimes they're mantras that I've created for my audience because I you know feel very in touch with what yeah what people need um and you and I we're manifesting generators we love the variation oh, I'm a generator. So, um, are you oh, well, yeah I've got, love I've got some manage any vibes though <laughs> <laughs> yeah all of that flexibility no yes. routine but 
I think as entrepreneurs, generally speaking, without putting us into like any kind of box, we love variation. And so, um, especially doing this work, it's like, yeah, what do we need in the moment? What, what can we create to support ourselves a mantra an affirmation or whatever and um, Mm -hmm. that's why I I love it when people create them on Instagram I'm always saving them down and they become part of my journaling practices (laughs) love it I've loved receiving all of yours that you've been sharing lately oh thank you Thank you so, so much for your time, for your wisdom, for all of your open shares. Um, I'd love to um, invite you to share what you have going on and how people can work with you and how they can find you and connect with you. Amazing. Thank you. Um, So what do I have going on? Who knows? Who knows what it might be tomorrow? (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's not true. There are some core things. (laughs) So I am... Currently, as I said at the start, I've kind of like realigned myself in my business to pull in all of the pieces of my past lives and all of my passions and all of my gifts and all my interests into a very exciting new offering, which is um, a very kind of full 360 support package for leaders. And that involves really nourishing one-to-one coaching and also time for me to support the kind of creation of these foundational pieces to allow their business to expand into the next level. So setting up the kind of um, online course systems, booking systems, anything that is not currently there that they've perhaps expanded really quickly and have left, you know, these pieces behind and they don't really have any interest in solving them themselves. So really helping, yeah, build this really strong structure to allow them to expand. There was one thing I was going to share earlier, actually, which I never shared which is I feel like this is a quote so there's a Chinese proverb which is so present for me throughout my business which is um the banks of the Yan- the banks of the Yangtze River give it drive depth and direction and really talking about how the kind of structure the, the banks of the river are so important I think this is so important in our businesses having that structure to allow our depth our drive forwards our direction because without them it's so easy to kind of flow be in our feminine and kind of pool and puddle whereas having these having these really strong structures around the work that we're doing allow us to create such stronger impact than if we're trying to just like kind of chaotically splish splosh everywhere (laughs) exactly um so beautiful so that yeah that proverb is really present for me so continually um so I guess that's what I'm bringing with this new offer is like creating the banks to support the direction and the drive and the depth of of these businesses um so that's a kind of new way but the easiest and kind of intro way into working with me is a single business clarity session which is a 90 minute deep dive into any area of your business where you're feeling stuck, lacking inspiration, in need of that kind of um, injection of clarity and inspiration to take things to the next level. So it's a 90 minute session plus seven days support. Um, And I'd love to play with any of you on Instagram. If you don't already follow me, I'm at Katie Newcomb on Instagram. So I hope to see some of you there. I love that. I really, really, really felt that proverb or, yeah, bringing the the masculine and feminine together 
um, I just know that there are so many people um, searching for someone like you to give their business some structure. So I'm excited for what's to come. Thank you so much, my love. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have had you join us. If you loved today's episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Liz Spears Martin. I'd love to connect with you all on there. And I'd also love to ask for you to show me some love by leaving a rating or a review. I'd really, really appreciate that support. If you'd like to find out more about me and my marketing services for small business owners like you, check out the show notes for all the different ways we can work together or visit my website, lizfearsmarketing.com. Wishing you an amazing day and sending you lots and lots of love.